no Christian has to be poor if we had to be poor Jesus wouldn't have said I've been anointed to preach the gospel to the poor what was he preaching to the poor if it's not to correct it then it should be preached to the poor he said I came to preach to the sick and we know when he preached to the sick the God what healed so if he's preaching to the poor then prosperity is part of the gospel it is are you with me it's part of the gospel amen which is able it has an ability I tell people I believe God's word so so much because it has an ability I told you this the other time for by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God it has an ability to he says, I commend you to God to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance amongst them that are sanctified. God's desire is for you to have his word at work in your life. And he has made this possible by bringing to you his message from our man of God, Pastor Roy King. Keep on shining and reigning forever as you receive God's word for your life today. You've been compassed. And this is what he called it. He called them witnesses. Who is a witness? They are not just spectators. They are witnesses. It means they'll give a report. Think about it. They'll give a report. Can you imagine that all that we are doing for the Lord, we've been compassed. Great clouds of witnesses. Sharing us out. Sometimes I wish you could hear their shouts. Tearing us up. You can do it. In the time that you are, you know the funny thing, in the time that you are all down and looks like everything is not going well, last week I told you, I said the voice that comes to condemn you at that moment is the voice of the devil. The Holy Spirit will not condemn you. And if you hear any condemning voice, cast it out. At that point, they're also there saying, you can do it. They send an angel. You can do it. You can. Then you are thinking, now baby, a dread, dear. It's hard. And they are telling you, you can. these people surrounding us are not surrounding us to discourage us, but to cheer us on that we can finish. How do we know? When we move to verse 2, you understand. He said, let us lay aside every weight of sin. The Greek word, hamashia, which is the noun, sin. And every, every weight and every sin that doeth easily beset us. When you talk about something that doeth easily beset you, it's talking about something that surrounds you. It's like you're in a battle with. You're in a battle with that thing. He says, let it go and run with patience. What did I say earlier? That the Christian walk is a journey. You must trust the process. If you want to do it the world way, you can be famous overnight. But that's not how God wants it. God wants his famous children to be well-groomed so they can show excellence to the world. And so before you get to that point of fame, he's built you enough. Do you understand my point? That's why I said, if Titius, we want to be famous overnight, we can just do anything to be famous. But that is not the real deal. Let us get prepared. We come out and our people are wondering, where have these people been? But they don't know we've been in the system. 
just sharpening our claws, you know, getting ready. So we come out and we are so prepared that we are taking the world at a larger scale. Amen. Let's, let's run with what patience, our neighbor, patience. The race that is set before us. Each and every one is in a race. And so it's our month of laboring in the gospel. I told you, everything that is connected to you must point to the Lord, must revolve around the Lord. Verse 2. Now he's going to teach us how. Can we go there? One, two, three, go. Uh huh. Uh huh. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, the beginning and the end of our faith. Looking unto, so he tells us the best way to be able to run the race is to look at our master. That's why I tell you that. The measurement of your Christian growth is not in how long you've been a Christian or how now you can quote scriptures, but how much of Christ do you express? How much of love flows through you? Do you still get offended? Do you understand? I started disciplining myself sometimes that I said I refuse to be offended. Because this is what he said. He says, fathers, I write to you because you have known the Lord. You have known him that is from the beginning. And it's a personal training for me because as a pastor and as the father of this ministry, I must portray the Lord. What would the Lord do in a situation? In terms of our New Testament. Do you understand? That's why I don't believe in pastors cursing. Because they lack the revelation. You curse a fellow Christian. You curse a fellow minister of the gospel. When we are all one body, you haven't gotten the revelation yet. They still live under the old contract. Amen. So looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, and we were his joy. We were his joy. So he was having us in mind, and what happened? endured the cross despising the shame having you in mind and now you doing his work he's giving you rest and you don't want to do it am I provoking you to doing God's work edifying the body of Christ looking unto Jesus the author and finisher who, for the joy that was set before him endured the cross blah 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 who is set at the right hand of God glory to God and so when you are working for the Lord your model is the Lord while I was meditating on this, and then the Lord said to me, He says that looking unto Jesus, then He took me to the book of Matthew, where Jesus was tempted of the devil when He was fasting. And He says that, that is your model. See how He dealt with the devil. You can do same. How? Laying aside every weight. Imagine running a race, and now you have school bag. You, you are carrying suitcase with a bag behind you. You have things in your pocket. When will you finish? Now you are not running with patience. I'm telling you. He says, take out all those things. Now everything becomes clear. And run with patience. The race that has been set before you. 
I told you, we are not in competition with anybody. No. And so this week is the last week of February. If you haven't done anything with our theme, laboring in the gospel, you should do something before the month ends. Tell your neighbor, you should do something before the month ends. Have you prayed for the saints worldwide? Ask them. Have you prayed for the members of TTOC? Have you prayed for the salvation of the witch and wizard in your family? Amen. Glory to God. I told you, the days of killing witches are, are over. Remember? Yeah, the days of killing witches are over. I always waste my time to kill a witch. Suffer not a witch to live. There is a higher realm of living the Lord wants us to live. Huh? Every witch they killed didn't die. The person could have died, but the spirit did not die. The spirit went into someone else. That's why the problem is still there. But get all of them born again. The spirit will have no entity to enter. And it loses its grip in the family. Why are you in your family? You are in your family as the light of your family. Not in your family to assassinate people. And we give testimonies in church. We bomb pie and chale. And you know, sometimes the testimony is, and I'm a son that I say, now I now she says, now we woo. So she said, the spirit has been defeated. You are lying, Papa. The spirits you are dealing with now are the same spirit that Jesus dealt with. Have you forgotten in Volta Hall three or four years ago, a spirit manifested and said she was Leviathan? Do you remember? And this spirit was what appeared to Eve in the Garden of Eden. It's still alive. Job spoke about Leviathan. It's a serpentine spirit. You think if you say die, 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 when the human beings die, they will look for another vessel. So what do you do? Sanctify the vessels, and they will have no place. <laughs> Sanctify the vessels, and they will have no place. So you are in your family as the light. Sometimes your parents may not understand, but much more chipping, and they should stop praying some prayers. Okay, go and tell them. Glory to God. But say it with wisdom. Say, mommy, daddy, Charlie, empire, our boy, dear. You understand? Put in some wisdom. Glory to God. We are not a bunch of assassins. That God, God didn't raise assassins. He didn't raise assassins. He raised life givers. I have come that you may have life and have it to the overflow. Your life must overflow. And he says that as the water came out of the temple and went into the sea, every living thing lived. And you are killing. You are not fulfilling scripture. You are not fulfilling the new contract. You are Moses' grandchild. When we are Abraham's seed. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Last scripture and then we are done for today. Numbers chapter 32. Verse 1. Oh, the Lord is gracious and kind. Are you all there? Now, I'll give you a background story because if you read the um, preceding chapters, the people of Israel had to go for war. The Lord demanded that they go and destroy or kill the Midianites. Are you listening? And then he says that every male should be cleared. But then the women 
and their daughters can be saved. But if there's a woman who is pregnant or has an issue with the man that because the child might be a boy. They know, you know, boys were, if you're like in the time of Moses, they had to kill every male child because of their potential. So they went for the war, they got a spoil, and they came. So now let's read. I've just given you a summary so you can know what we are talking about. But this was on their journey to the promised land where God had promised them that it will flow with what milk and honey. So they were on their journey and on their journey they had to meet other giants and um, you know um, what do I call them? Limitations and uh, enemies and had to fight them. Amen. So let's see what happened. Read from verse 1. Now the children of Reuben uh and the children of God okay uh huh. That behold, the place was place for cattle. So you see, they had gotten a lot of things after the war. Move on. The children of Gad and the children of Reuben came and spake to Moses and Eliezer, uh huh, the priest, and unto the princes of the congregation, saying, Ataroth and Dabon and Jazer and Nimrah and Heshbon and Eliala, uh huh, and Shebam and Nabal and Beon. Even the country where the Lord smote before the congregation of Israel is a land for cattle, and thy servants have cattle. Pastor Roy, we have gotten to this place. Let us just be here. Then when we are done by September, the place, the AC, everything, let us, let us just be here. You know, you have some leaders, Pastor Roy, let us just be here. We are having a wonderful time. Maybe I'm sending this guy to Western region. When I say to go and open a branch, and then it comes, Pastor Roy. You see, I'm doing this here, and it's helping the church here. I'm sending this guy to Busum, I said. Then he'll tell me, Pastor Roy. So they were okay with the cattle, and they came to see Moses. You see, forgetting God's plan, that I am taking you there. Now you've seen some comfort here, and you want to settle here. That's the life of many Christians. You want two souls, so you think you've reached. You prophesy, so you think you've reached. You heal the sick, so you think you've reached. When there's an ultimate goal. Think about it. I, I tell you, I said, if you are following, follow well. The things that I have done, I should have been the most proud person in the church. But this is me. With everyone. Like I say some things on WhatsApp status, and I think about it. Every single even if a mosquito coughed, they will put it there and talk about how they made a mosquito cough. Really? There is a time for everything. You see, some things are that there's timing. When we see the, the fathers put some testimonies online and things, it's time. They have proven themselves. So. They've proven themselves with their work with the Lord. These are the reasons why I don't put our testimonies out there yet you need to prove yourself do you know what it means to hold healing school go and ask John G. Lake go and ask Pastor Chris go and ask do you know what it means to hold you, you hold a program called healing school you are not coming to preach healing no. you are coming to do healing you've been proven so much that when you come you know the people you have a chance that the people will get healed do you understand then a young guy like me, I'm still working with the Lord. I haven't proven enough 
Then I come and do healing school or healing institute. I come and do healing school. When I haven't proven myself, because I've had some healings in my, in my growing years. So I think I have reached. So now you settle. And now instead of you to press on, you now get comfortable in that part. Or I prophesied to someone and then it came to pass. Or I gave someone a word of knowledge and it was there. Then when I get to my field bench, like, hey, Charlie, prophetic, like, really? Let's move on and see what he said. I'm almost done. Uh huh. Wherefore, said they, if we have found grace in thy sight, let this land be given unto thy servant for a possession and bring us not over to Jordan. Can you imagine laboring in the gospel? Let's just be here. I told you this year, some of your responsibilities will be increased. And this is time for you to, you know, get out of your comfort zone. Because we are looking at the perfect picture. Amen. Let's see the last verse. Uh-huh. Unto them, the children of God and to the children of Reuben, shall your brethren go to war and ye shall sit here. Read it one more time. Now I've told you, he says, let us be here. Give this land unto us. Then now he says, will your brethren go to war and you shall sit here. This is the state of some members in the church. When other brethren are going to war, laboring in the gospel, they are just sitting down comfortably. Warming the seats. I know I'm talking to somebody. After this, if you don't change. Every cell leader, report your cell members to me this week. Like, I want to, if there's no good report, I'll come myself. Am I clear? When, when you see your cell member misbehaving, say, will your brethren go for war and you shall be here ask them right now ask sit here not even walk sit just say you've reached amen verse 7 1, 2, 3, go You see, and that's the thing. When they said that, they were also going to discourage the others not to go so that they'll be with them. Can you imagine? We are, we, listen, listen, listen. Whenever I give an instruction, let's go according. If I told you, mark them, that caused strife and division. Pastor has given a command or has issued an instruction and then you have a member tell you that, mm, Charlie, 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 let us not. Mark that person. And if better still, report that person. Chook that person. If the person bore, you know bore. Amen. He says, then why will you discourage? And let me just end it there. And because of this, the anger of the Lord was rekindled. And the Bible says, he said, all those that came from Egypt will not go to the promised land. Except those who were born in the wilderness. They are the ones that will go because they don't have the Egyptian mentality. Can you imagine? This caused them not to receive the promise. We are going to spend time in prayer. I told you, working for the Lord, working for the Lord is not just a privilege. It's an honor. I told them when we were on site on Friday, I told them I've been employed 
by the best employer anyone can have, and that is God. That's my mindset. I was, I was disciplining them on time. You come to church late. We are meeting aside. You come late. Ask them. You, when it comes to time, I can disgrace you. You give me time. If you are giving me time, know I'll be there before. That's one thing about church. Time, time discipline. Church folks. It's different when once in a while the Holy Ghost may... But apart from that, we must be one of the people who are time disciplined. We control time. So I was telling them, I said, if Steve Jobs, if he employed one of them, I'm sure they'll never be late for work because of the, 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 the amount of money coming out. They wouldn't want to be late. But I said, listen, with God, the reward is eternal. It's not monthly salary. It's everyday salary. It's eternal. And you may not see it. He's taking us through a process. Be patient to go through that process. When the church is doing anything, involve yourself. Would your brothers go to war and you will sit there? You should put it on your status. If, would your brothers go to war and you will just sit there? If you see a cell leader or another member lazying about, ask this question. Will your brothers go to war? There is an ultimate goal and you just sit there. Praise God. I feel the anointing so strong here. Begin to bless the name of the Lord. Begin to bless the name of the Lord. is a grace-based ministry headed by the Lord Jesus Christ and led by his servant, the man of God, Pastor Ray King. Our vision is connecting the world to Christ and raising men unto perfection. Our purpose is revealing the righteousness of God to man and our mission, preaching the gospel to everyone in our sphere of contact. We welcome you to join us in worship across our various fellowship grounds. On Tuesdays, we have the Hour of Intimacy from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. And on Wednesdays, we have Cell Meeting from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. The locations are Red Top at Wager, Galilee at Ablekuma, Mile 7 at Achimota, University of Ghana Campus, Adenta House and Down, Noble House at East Legon, Junction Mall at Sakumono, Bachelor Total at Spintex, Sunshine Hospital at Airport, Spintex KFC, and Community 5 at Tema. Our Sunday Ipoikodomio services take place at the Zion Convocation Arena at North Legon, Popos Street, Hato, from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. and Red Top at Wager from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. You can contact our team on 020-099-8099 or 055-592-6251. The Temple of Paris, forever we are kinging in Christ. <laughs>